Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1.34 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza. Royal Pizza's pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated 49 years. Menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. I'll get to some of your texts at 1.45. Right now, though, we're going to hook up with a former Edmonton Oilers assistant coach that's got the number two ranked team in Canada right now, the Alberta Golden Bears, last two full seasons that Ian Herbers. He's coached them for three full years. He went 119-19 in his first three years and won back-to-back national championships before joining Todd McClellan's staff. He's back after his leave uh, with the uh, U of A Golden Bears. Ian, how you doing? Good, Bob. Thank you. Uh, how's the adjustment been for you to go from... Um, you know, the spotlight and the day-to-day grind at, uh, you know, with the Oilers and the intensity of that travel schedule to uh, going back and, you know, not just focusing on the players and the practices and what's got to be done in terms of the, the, the hockey and the things, but, you know, you're teaching classes again and the, the kids have got to keep the grades up and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, I'm actually just running off to class, my pack class that I have to teach here at 2 o'clock. Um, so it's been a bit of adjustment getting back into that groove, the marking parts, the the pain for me, uh, but enjoy the time with the students. The, my two classes have been very good so far, uh, so it's a nice break for me just to get think outside of, the, of just our, the Bears hockey team. Uh, as far as getting back to the Bears schedule, obviously it is a little bit lighter. We have guys that need to focus on the education side just as much as the hockey side. Um, a little bit more time on the bus, a little less time on the plane. Uh, surprise though, we stayed at the Western Bay Shore where we were wow, uh, wow. last weekend. So, uh, how did that, how did, how did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. Stan must have booked that in for us. Uh, you know what happened there? That's what happens when Notley's the uh, provincial government. The university's got a little bit more money so they can afford to put you up in the Bay Shore yeah. instead of the Motel 6. Yeah, no, but the transition's been good. No, um, very good team to work with. Uh, enjoy coming to the rink every day. Staff has been good. 
Um, obviously, we've got the low mega pagel back um, working with our equipment and just having his energy is in the back room for the guys, and that's been really good. So, um, You know, you, you built some relationships up. I know, as an example, Connor McDavid reached out to you to, to run the camp. But, well, not really the camp, but just sort of those, uh, uh, those I don't know what, what term we'd use, but unofficial skates in September. You still watch as many order games as possible? Uh, I tried to catch a little bit. I was actually at Pub 1905 last night uh, watching the first two periods, and then I had to get home. Uh, so I had a chance to try and watch a little bit. If not, at least get the highlights in the next morning. Dan Baker gets more free plugs on this show than any guy I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, you swept UBC on the weekend in two very different type of hockey games. Uh, you guys uh, won one in overtime. On a, now, what we should explain to the listeners, you, you, it, the overtime's 10 minutes. The first five's four and four. The second five is three on three. And you scored a five on three goal with two seconds left in the second overtime period to win on, uh, on, on Friday. That's a pretty unique circumstance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, well, we sat back in the third and allowed it to go into overtime um, and then took a penalty early in the four-on-four, so we were killing off a, a, a four-on-three situation. They ended up doing a very good job on that. I only think they got a great A scoring opportunity. Uh, then we got playing our game after that, and we drew the two penalties, and we used the full-time allowed to, to get the win there. Um, so a big goal, and it was just—it wasn't a pretty goal. It wasn't a tic-tac goal, and our guys—they keep looking for those pretty goals, uh, backdoor, tape-to-tape, highlight reel goals. And all it was was a puck was thrown at the net. It wasn't even pretty, and puck was bouncing around. And Stefan Legault banged home the rebound, just being a good, strong net presence. And that's what you got to do. You got to create traffic and uh, create havoc in front of the goal on power plays. Then you bombed UBC Saturday, a hat trick from Luke Phillip, and I want to ask you about him. Uh, is he a player you think that could uh, next season play in the American Hockey League? Because I know for a fact that there is more than one NHL organization looking at him right now. Well, he can skate skill. He scored the natural hat trick in the second period. I had three goals, a power play, a shorty, and an even strength goal. Um, all of them just really good shots, shooting through defensemen, uh, just beating the goalie clean. So he has the speed, he has the skill. Um, he's been thinked up a couple times this year, uh, and I think that's set him back a little bit. And it's just the consistency, making sure he's ready all the time in practices and games. But definitely has the skill, they had the speed for it. Well, I mean, Ian, you've been an, uh, a head coach in the American Hockey League for Nashville, uh, in Milwaukee, and you've been an assistant coach in the uh, you know, the NHL. And there's, uh, you know, there's it, it. It seems to me that every NCAA college free agent has like four or five different teams minimum chasing them, or so it seems. Yep. And uh, you know, guys out of Division Three NCAA, and you know get uh, get one or two year deals. I'm just whether whether or not Phelps the type of guy that uh, is at least lateral to lat for, you know, a guy that could compete for those sort of spots and you've coached in those those levels. That's why I kind of was interested to get your perspective. Yeah, no, I think he can do well. I think he there's teams that should look at him, uh especially coming down the stretch here and in playoffs and hopefully at nationals and seeing how he's doing. He's putting up the numbers right now. He's yeah. leading the league obviously in scoring. He has uh uh, what is it, 15 goals, I think, and 16 games for us right now. So he's doing both ends. He's he's assists, scoring goals, uh, a threat, five on five, a threat on the power play, a threat penalty kill. Um, so he can play in all different situations. Obviously, centers his strength. 
Um, but you can put him in different type of scenarios and situations during the game. The other thing that he's done well is uh, Luke Phillip, Jason Fram, who's already played in the American League for San Jose's organization, and Cole Sanford, who went to Oilers rookie camp a couple years ago. He scored 50 and 41 goals in back-to-back years in the WHL. Those three guys represented your team in the game with the U Sports. Actually, it was three games this year and two games last year, five games against the World Junior Team. And those have been the three best players in that event, according to uh, scouts uh, from other NHL organizations not affiliated with Edmonton, providing me this information. That probably doesn't surprise you that your guys were kind of the leaders on those teams who posted uh, this year they went 2-0-1. They lost one game in a shootout, but they won the other two games against the uh, Canadian World Junior Squad. Yeah, well, the first uh, year they played against them, they were the dominant. I think they were at 70 or 90% of the goals that were scored for U-Sport. Yeah. Uh, they had some contributions from other players, from other teams this past year, but still they played very well uh, and did well for themselves and were dominant players in, in all three games. Uh, so it's good to see. And it, it starts with their preparation, their work ethic. Uh, I think I was telling you in one of our earlier interviews, just the, the work ethic and everything that uh, Philper was telling me about his summertime and how he was getting prepared and his commitment to be a better hockey player. Uh, when you have a good summer and a good base to start from, you're able to do a lot of things during the season. Well, I, I, I guess, you know, where I'm kind of going here, Ian, is how challenging is it for you to come back to a program Luke Phillips in his third year. He's still got two more years of eligibility. But you also want to help guys progress and get to the next level as well, don't you? Correct, yeah. We want them to get a, a good degree here at the university, do well academically, uh, keep getting better uh, on the hockey side of things, uh, keep improving their game, keep getting to that level they need to for to hopefully play in the American Hockey League, uh, and keep uh, pushing them both ends, win a couple national titles along the way, get the exposure, uh, obviously, we do a few trips down to the States where they get a little bit more exposure in different situations. And the, the Young Guns tournament we went to in Penticton this year, uh, where they're getting a little exposure with NHL teams. Uh, and help the guys when they're leaving and get jobs either here in North America or Europe. Ian, uh, great stuff. Good luck this weekend against Mount Royal. Good. Thanks, Bob. You bet that's Ian Herbers, who spent the last three seasons as an assistant coach with the Edmonton Oilers. He's back at the U of A as head coach. Albert is ranked number two in the country. They play Mount Royal Friday night at Claire Drake. I'm going to be there. Looking forward to it. It's only it's going to be my first uh, regular season game all year. It's going to be able to make. It is 1.43 at Edmonton. You can text us at 6.30. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are going to go to this day in uh, Oilers history in about three minutes' time and get to some of your texts on our Heartland Ford text line. 
This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. me down. This is Oilers Now. It is 145 at Edmonton. Let's go to the State Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation needs. Let's go to... uh, Brendan Escott. I'm going to preface this by saying they don't play often on January 17th. 16th, really? 18th, all the time. I had to go back quite a ways, but uh, 1999, Bob, the Edmonton Oilers get goals from four different players on routes to a 4-1 win over the Detroit Red Wings at Skyreach Centre. Bob Essenza was in net, while Rem Murray and Tom Pody each had two-point nights. And that brought the Oilers' record to 18-19-6. So they played 41 games at that stage. They did make the playoffs in 1999. They lost to Dallas. Was that the year they lost in four straight? I think they did. And then they, yeah, I think it was four straight to Dallas. You can text us at 630, 630. Uh, This text comes in, we need a goalie for an outdoor rink Sunday. Well, was that text meant to be directed to the show? I'm not, I don't know. On our Heartland Forward text text line. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Mike says, Bob, why is there never any trivia on this show anymore? We want trivia from Mike. Well, if we were to, you know, I mean, we have a lot of advertisers on this show, and we have pretty solid numbers. I'm I'm not saying, I'm just saying, to paraphrase somebody else that's worked in this market for 60 years. Um, trivia. I don't think you could handle Stoffer trivia. Brendan, I, I don't know if I've ever discussed this with you, but there was, back in my bartending days, there was a place called Moe's Sports Parlor, and they used to do Stump the Stoffer trivia at the bar when I was the bartender there. Hey, I listen to the trivia on every pregame show that Reed does with you, and you're... You know, I, I don't imagine many people will have all the answers to the stuff that you ask. I, I don't, hey, I, I don't get it right all the time either. There's lots of... There, I know this about people that listen to the show. There's lots of mostly guys out there listening to the show right now, and a lot of them really know their stuff. So, but I did one, one day I just for fun at another time at another place, Mark Spector and myself decided to really give it to the listeners. You had to get like three questions right. And the questions we asked were ridiculously hard because we had a couple guys shooting off saying how good they were at trivia. You can text us at 630, 630. I worked with a guy once who pretended to be an NFL guy who knew nothing about the National Football League other than the last year and a half of the NFL and the Seattle Seahawks. It was quite comical. Uh, tell Mike that's a trivial concern regarding the show from D. Uh, Reggie in Red Deer says, Bob, why did they? what did they do downstairs at Moe's? <laughs> they did lots of things, Reggie. Just like at Room at the Top at the University of Alberta, the sixth floor. You never wanted to go to the sixth floor at Room at the Top. Sometimes you didn't make it out of there. You can text us at 630-630. Topher has texted us from Red Deer. Ah, Bob, I listened to the show and I don't know anything. You're right, Topher. I've seen your text for the last six years and I concur. You don't know anything. You can text us at 630, 630. 
Um, Bob, do you have an example of some forwards that the Oilers could contemplate moving their number one for with term left? None that I would share. Maybe look for guys in bridge deals. Okay? That can skate and can score and are on average to below average teams and have maybe had some contentious negotiations along the way. Texas at 630-630. Scott in Calgary says, Bob, I just want to say I really appreciate your insight and color work on the games. You and Jack are amazing. Well, the radio broadcasts, uh, and it's radio, right? So the play-by-play guy is 90% of the show. Keep up the great work, says Scott in Calgary. Scott, flattery will get you everywhere in terms of getting a text read on the show. Much appreciated. I'm sure Jack appreciates it as well. Uh, several of you texting saying they really like Brian Burke as a guest. What's this about Jack should be spirit animals? <laughs> um, Andy says, Bob, very nice to see the Oilers getting some secondary scoring. It's looking a little brighter today for the Oilers' playoff hopes. Well, they're there. They're close. Still a lot's got to happen. Like, at some point, Edmonton's going to have to have another 9-2-2 run. It's been an odd year. Lose the first games, first two games of the year. Look awful against New Jersey. Boston was better than Edmonton at that time of the year. Going to New York, neither team plays well. Win in New York. Rally from 4-1 against Winnipeg. Two straight wins, and then they end up going 8-2-1 under Todd McClellan. And you're thinking everything's fine. Then the team loses six out of seven games. McClellan pays the price. Ken Hitchcock comes in, goes 9-2-2 and in his first 13 games. Towards the end of that, the Oilers lose both Oscar Clefbaum and Chris Russell and subsequently drop six straight games. Now they've won three of their last four. They get the Calgary Flames coming up Saturday night. The Flames will be playing their third game in four days, which many of you think I would probably realize uh, if you talk to people around the league and you hear the experts, they'll tell you three and four is harder than a back-to-back. Well, it's a back-to-back and it's three or four, but Calgary's got a really good team. And I know people don't always like hearing that on a show called Oilers now, but it's true. So, again, you can text us at 630-630. Could care less out of Grand Prairie, Alberta. Really care about trade. Uh, could care less about trivia. Really care about trade rumors. And this text out of Red Deer. Hmm. Saying, what about some guys in Detroit? It's out of Red Deer. Well, Detroit's an interesting team. I'm trying to figure them out. Like, what's Anthony Mantha? What's Andreas Athanasiu? Like, what what caliber of players are those guys? Are they legit top six guys? They're different guys. Athanasiu can fly. And Anthony Mantha's a pretty skilled player. Some might say that's just a, uh, a shallow perspective by me. And we'll wrap up our show. I'm going to tell you this. We're going to be back tomorrow. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers will join us. He'll be one of our guests. We'll also have a look at uh, the Oil Kings matchup against the Calgary Hitmen and, of course, the Oilers and the Calgary Flames. Inside Sports Tonight with Reed Wilkins. What do you got?
Oh, let me bring up the text from producer Dave Campbell. Oh, tonight is NHL Network analyst Alex Tangay, uh, NHL Senior VP of Business Operations and Innovation, uh, Dave Lahansky on the new puck and player tracking, and Eskimos head coach Jason Moss. Great show tonight with Reed Wilkins. Uh, we will have a... Uh Global news weather traffic update with Morgan Black, followed by the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. And as I said, some have accused us of being shallow on this song. Or wait, I screwed that up. Some of us out there have accused this show of being shallow at times. It's a heck of a song, though, isn't it? We'll leave with that. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fall in. all the good times I find myself longing for change. Tell me something, boy Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.